0: Whenever I get asked about how many kids I have, I have three. They always say, wow, galing mo, or wow, how brave of you. But I'd like to say the same about my next guest. Growing up, I will admit marrying and having kids was the end goal, a blueprint that had been laid down before me by my parents and other elders. I wouldn't say I had blinders on. I was just very fortunate enough to partner up with someone who wanted what I wanted, a family, kids. Carol R.H. Malasig married a diplomat, and what a refreshing conversation we had about what she did prior to getting hitched, the adventures she's had with her husband all over the world, and her, their decision to be childless. All in this episode of Mother of Fact. Thank you very much for joining me on Mother of Fact, this little podcast I have going on. How
1: are you? How are you today? Hi, Ricky. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm very excited to make chikan. <laughs> and like, but it's such an exciting topic, something you decided to discuss tonight. It
0: really is, as I hate this, but as a mom, because it gets used so many times. As a mom, parang minsan, you want to break away from your mom friends. And you want to break away from that mom life. And just talk about something that's all you, that has nothing to do with your kids, diba? And so this is, is going to be a very interesting topic because it's 2023 and somehow the decision to not have kids is more acceptable than it was before. Do you agree?
1: I feel like, yes, there are more circles that are accepting, but of course, I still face like, certain challenges when it comes to this decision, like day-to-day challenges yeah, especially if you're interacting with a lot of older people. But I'm in a circle of people also that's full of parents. I guess I'm also like in that age, I'm turning 34 this year. So it's an age where most people are, are already parents. And you get asked that question a lot. Oh, they have kids. And I'm more than willing to, more and super comfortable to say, oh, yeah, no, I'm not, a, I'm not a parent. It's a very okay question to ask. I'm so willing to answer it. But sometimes diba, parang, it gets followed up with like, oh my God, why? Or is there a problem? And it becomes invasive. Parang, sometimes I just see that, well, we just don't want to have kids. But for some people, parang, it's still so hard to grasp, especially here in the Philippines. I didn't have a, the same issue when we were living in Berlin. We were living in Berlin from 2017 until, early 2017 until late 2020. I never had that problem. Then I'm back in the Philippines. I've been here for almost three years now. and For good? Are you staying here for good? We might end up leaving again towards the end of the year. I ended up marrying a diplomat. So that's why we move every few years. It's the lifestyle that we chose. So I was actually going to get to that also. Now, part of the reason why we decided not to have kids was because of like the lifestyle that we have also. I mean, if it works for a lot of people. There are a lot of parents. Uh, the diplomats who are parents also. They have kids that move with them. But you know, for us, it's like Oh, parang I don't have the emotional bandwidth to have to keep explaining and to take care of another human being during every move or jobs. kami ng husband. I work as a journalist. I've been a journalist for almost, well, over 10 years now actually. So there are so many factors eh, that come into play. Now I feel like when somebody asks you the why? Is there a problem? Or how do I explain the whole gamut of coming to play that that were part of this decision? I, I didn't come into this this decision with finality na oh i woke up one day and i decided na ayoko talaga you constantly discuss it with your partner na, is it something that i'll be ready to do like maybe in 3 years 10 15 years from now and it's too late diba? but it's something that i have to live with it's a decision i make right now and i just want more people to be respectful of this choice deba? because i decide to be child free Doesn't mean I'm better than women who choose to be mothers. We're all women. We are so much more than our decision whether to procreate or not. Wow.
0: Well said. I feel like you answered all my questions. I like hearing those things from you. It's nice, of course, to know what a non-mother thinks of the whole situation and I was gonna ask like what inspired you or what led to that decision to be child free and you said that you and your husband it's the work that takes so much of your time and you had to take that into consideration as well what age did you decide not for me
1: I feel like so I'm 34 my husband is 30 I'm 34 this June and I always say that the decision to be child-free is... It's my decision ko now and maybe in the next five years, diba? I hate hearing people say, na parang, No, I'll never change my mind. Because oh we never say never. And also, parang, there are women kasi, diba, who change their minds at 40. I know, I know, I have a friend right now who's 40 and she was child-free before. And she decided, na, you know what, now I want to have kids at the age of 40. Sometimes you'll hear... Parang when women change their mind Na oh sayang naman kasi you waited so long. But I feel like that's a disservice to the life that woman was leading during that when she didn't want to have kids. Diba? Kasi maybe she had a career and she wanted to focus on or other things. Maybe she was really enjoying life. And that doesn't mean na parang just because she wasn't in the mood to have children then diba? then changing her mind doesn't make that decision at that time invalid. So for me, I, I always tell people that I'm an advocate for choice. Whatever time, in whatever point in your life, whatever timeline you want to go for. Diba? As a woman in 2023, I feel we should be the ones making our decisions. Not because our, our parents, because they want to see their apple. No, I'm not living my life for that. But if I want to have kids... It's because I'm deciding to have kids. I'm not changing my mind because somebody else told me. Growing up, when we would play Bahay Bahayan with the other kids in the neighborhood, I never wanted to play the mom. I always wanted to be the one like correcting everybody's posture, teaching children how to read. So it's also, I guess, incorrect to say that I hate children. Because I also also have this connection with kids. However, I just felt that I had a better connection with adults. And until now, I feel that way but because when I interact with my friends' kids, it's always like I interact with them as an adult. And somehow that makes them love me more.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're one of those people.
1: Yeah, you're the one that ang daling mag ano, mag warm up. Right now, I would say that it's a no and it's going to be a no for the next five years or so. And this was in my early 20s. My grandmother was already telling me, Oh, you should find a boyfriend now, but you'll have kids because sayang naman, your dad's lahe." I'm half Danish. So it's also like that thing coming into play. Oh, sayang naman, your are And I would say, But I'm not a, I'm not a dog. I'm not a, I'm not a dog with a breed or a champion horse that needs to alam mo yun, prolong this line. Or for me, it's like I'm living my life for me. And that's something that I've always been aware of ever since I was young. And it sounds selfish, right? When you think about it. But for me, this is, I feel like I'm of service to society with the work that I do. We all have roles to play, bad. Right? Other women want to become moms and prolong our lifeline. For me, it's like, okay, I want to serve society in a different way. not, And it doesn't make it any better than how other women are doing it. It's just that, we all have very different roles to play. It's something I feel like should be a personal decision. And whatever decision we make is something that should be respected. Doesn't make me less of a woman and doesn't make you less of a woman because you decided to become a mother. Like, we're still us, back right? Doesn't have to be a parent, but I want to be a good adult around different generations around me. I mentor students. I talk to them about writing and journalism. And I feel like, yeah, that's my bug also. Even though I'm not really a mom, I feel like I could contribute that way.
0: I wanted to ask, Carol, so you're so, you're very firm in your, your belief and what you really felt and your convictions, no matter what society was telling you. From countries, not just the Philippines, what led you to be that way? Because a child, was your mom the same? Was she a very strong-willed person?
1: I was raised by strong women. So my mom and my dad didn't end up together. And my grandmother, was she was a very constant fixture in the household, also my grandfather. And everybody was very strong-willed. And growing up, they would often remind me that, okay, as a woman, you have to have a career. Like, having a career is important because my mom's a career woman also. So I guess that's also very... I like your question because it's also very telling, of. Where is this all coming from? Some people would say that career that won't love you back. The bad, it's, I know that's not going to be there when you're old and it's not going to be there for you. But for me, kasi, it's like I see it as my contribution to society, to the way of life that we have right now, even just by talking about this choice, right? It's something that if I believe in it, especially at the time when there are so many people who are also. Like on the fence, when it comes to this choice, I get a lot of messages from young women who are like, oh, I, I like hearing what you're saying because I know that na- I'm not alone. Because for the longest time, I also felt alone. The moment I graduated, the moment I landed the job, and it was my dream job. Like I never knew that I would become a TV reporter. It was my dream. And I was still able to get it so early on. And by that time, I was hearing this now from my grandmother right away. hey, you graduated, you found a job. Time for a boyfriend, time to have time to get married, time to have kids. I was like, I was in my early twenties. And then when I met my husband, I was twenty three. We got married at twenty I was twenty-four. I was very young. And people are like, Is she pregnant? I said, no, it for me because it, it wasn't it doesn't have to be the reason to get married. And I felt like it sounded so cheesy at that time. My mom pa, was laughing. And I was like, Can't I marry for love? Because we really love each other and we want to be together. And then my mom pa would say, nah, okay, I never saw that in you. I was very, I've always been pragmatic, I've been a workaholic. And for me, I get so much fulfillment whenever I publish a story or at that time when I do a live report and I do it so flawlessly. I feel like it's that kind of fulfillment that really makes me so happy. And I guess it's just different for everyone. Eh? If I'm going to be alone or if there's going to be a few of us lang talking about this, then let that start out ng And if other people see that it's also a valid way of life, then good. If not, then just respect each other's decision and be there for each other. Because if we're supportive of each other's choices, gosh, like the things that we'll be able to do.
0: Sometimes, like I stop and think of the generational curses that have been passed down for ages and years, right? And as a mom in 2023, Paran, you try to pinpoint the things that you're subconsciously passing down to your own kids. And so I'm so happy that you raised that and that you shared that people have been messaging you and talking to you about it because we really should normalize that women aren't here on this earth to be mothers. It's not just that. We're not here to be, to take care of you. We're not here to run the household for you, ba? We can be so many other things and that doesn't make you less of a woman.
1: I've lost friends to motherhood and I say this with so much sadness. There have been times when some women would feel that this choice is an affront to the choice that they made. Okay, maybe you're living your life a certain way or parang you go out and you want to go to a place so that's siya child-friendly. So then you could say, oh, next time we'll plan something and then you plan something. But sometimes your life just eliminate parang you grow apart for me it's okay na we take a break from the friendship if you feel like i'm not i'm not who you need right now Because i i get it man. motherhood is hard there have been friendships din naman that survive diba but there i understand that i'm not gonna be that person na my mom friends would run to because I'm, i won't understand everything and i'll always be that friend naman na i'm here if you need a break from it all but you know sometimes i just hope that when the kids are bigger and then you have more time to go out, then I'll be able to make, because work is also making me super busy. So I really hope that there will come a time that some of the friends that I lost or they thought that I wasn't there enough. Because as much as I do try to be there for my friends, of course, work makes me busy also. There's also this misconception because when you're not a mom, you have all the time in the world. And I get that from older people also. Like, There's a tita who told me once, about, what could you be doing all day when you don't have kids? And I said, oh gosh, let me give you a list.
0: <laughs> I like how you brought this up because I feel like I'm in that point in my life as well where I have friends who have fallen out. And it's like you're talking about me. And it's like, And it's like, you're my friend who can't really relate to some of the things that that I've been going through. And so sometimes I feel like the friendship, but hopefully down the line, we're less busy with what we're doing. We can somehow reconnect. Because it's so different. Like what you said Now when you do have kids, you do change a lot. And your priorities change. And yeah, sometimes... Sometimes you know you nag to drift apart because life, and you can't really do anything about it. That's one of the things about growing up that I wish didn't happen.
1: Parang bad? It's like you have a checklist there eh, of things that you have to go through in life. Like that's how people see it. Na, okay, school, career, marriage, kids. Parang I stopped that marriage, and I have a friend who said, "Parang does it feel like you're stuck in that in that ring?" But you know, I sometimes. Feel that maybe yes, but it's a stage that I am so happy to be stuck in. Another layer that adds to it is that we, nga, we move abroad. And most of the time, I'm gone for like six, six and a half years. Parangganon yung. Nongwalaka kame. Like the first round of postings, my husband and I were gone for six and a half years. And when I came back, all my anak's are six and a half years older. Yes. Like a lot of them don't remember me. So I'm like trying to reconnect. So in a way, it feels like a blessing in disguise in a way. Because the mom, my friends who are moms who have stayed with me kahit na I'm far away. Of course, we're not texting every day. you know? But when I came back, it feels like, oh guys, so what's new with you? And one of them would tell me, Nag, it's like, you're still that person who left, but with extra stories. And some of them appreciate it. Napara, also, oh, what did you do when you were in KL? What did you do when you were in Berlin? And then I would ask, oh, how are the kids? And it's like getting to know them again from not from zero, but you're catching up and there's so much to discuss. So I, I kind of want to relate it to that idea that maybe down the road, the friends that we both lost, bahag yung mga na, oh, now we have more time for each other and maybe we will find other ways that we can relate na to each other.
0: Very important, right? There's still relevant problems, yeah. I wanted to go back really quick, Carol, to your mom and to the women who raised you. Are they also, like I know that they raised you to be a really strong-willed person, but are they also the ones who give you reactions because of choosing to go childless for now?
1: My grandma cries quite often because she feels like it's going to be a very sad life for me when I'm older. But apparently, she's like, no, like, who's going to take care of you when you're old? My mom, because she's based in Amsterdam. So my mom's like, whatever. Oh my gosh, I'll say yeah. So she's like, whatever you want to do, go long. Or if you don't want to have kids, it's also fine. Because, like, my mom, for example, she's in her 50s now. And I'm actually not there for her all the time. I, I mean, it makes me sound like a bad daughter. But it's just that we're the kind of family that we're very independent the way we live our lives. So sometimes it would take three weeks before I text my mom like, hey, you good? And then she'll be like, yeah. And my mom's a widow. And one of the things that she told me, she's like, gosh, I'm just glad that it's just me. She's, and I said, what do you mean? And she said, what if we decided to have a kid and then it's like the grief is something that I would have to but I have to deal with my own grief and then I'll have to take care of another human being and that kind of stuck with me also in a part of because growing up I always saw myself not as a burden but I felt like I'm the responsibility of my mom and my grandma my grandfather and I'm a huge responsibility I'm a huge thing to handle because I was also born. I really wanted to do things my way. And then my grandmapa would make jokes. Na, Ay na ho, you're going to get your karma when you have a kid. Na. And I would say, pa, and I was young, but I would really make jokes pa to her. Na, jokes on you. I won't have kids. <laughs> I was young. pa, And she said, Ay ho, you're going to change your mind. But yeah, and, and now I'm in my mid thirties. It's still a no- <laughs> What if I'm not a good parent, Ricky? I, a lot of people say that I'm great, I'm great with kids. And yes, sure, I am because I know they go, they'll go home at the end of the day. And part of that is the novelty. Eh. But no, I know that if a child is with me 24-7 and I'm not able to focus on things that I need to do, I know how it would affect me. And now I grew up in a way that, okay, this I know is something I'll be good at my career. I think I'm a pretty good wife, but being a mom, I I feel like I'm really self-aware. And it's something that I would probably need a lot of work on. I have a very short temper. I am I am married to my job, and I know it would really break my heart to not be able to do everything that I want to do. So, it was the thing in that life checklist that I was willing to give up on. So my grandma would say, "Oh, what if you change your mind? It's too late, nah." And like. Then it's what I have to live with. I would tell her now. My husband and I are always a, we're abroad. Imagine if the cycle is six years abroad and then two to three years in Manila and then six years abroad again. I'll be gone for a long time, and i's, and the odds of me not being there on my mom, like in, near my mom when on her deathbed, my grandma, It's pretty high, and it's really sad to think about it. No? So we don't really think about. Like, death and old age in this way. Parang it's always so romanticized then. Ba? Na parang, oh, I'm going to be surrounded by, I want to die, like surrounded by my loved ones. But we never know how it's going to happen. So, ba? And the logistics of it. And, so for me, it's like, I've been pretty okay. I'm really fine with my own company. My mom pa said, my grandma said, pa na, oh, what if Alvin, my husband, dies first? Who's going to be there for you? Like, I'll be on my own. I'll read, like how I used to do when I was a kid. I'll read and for myself, do my own thing until kaya ko. And then at the end of it all, if I can't stand anymore, I hope that by then we have good homes for seniors. My mom says the same thing. Because, it, she lives in Amsterdam now. And she says that, yeah, I know I'll go to a home. She said, I'll go to a home when I'm old. I'm not going to live with you, Carol. It's not like I'm going to force you to live with me. I'm so happy that my mom and my dad is the same. You have to live your life for yourself, like how you want to live it. And if you make a decision, you're making it for yourself and it's something that should make you happy. For us, that's what makes us happy also. Our days may look different. We don't have school. We don't have school runs. Other things make us busy. But I feel like it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that we're not fulfilled. That we're not happy. Some people get offended. eh. They get
0: triggered, yeah.
1: They get triggered. How can you not want this, diba? This life, like this bundle of joy. And for me, it's like we have our reasons. We have a lot of, it was a decision that was made by two adults. And if this is the life that makes us happy, diba, then we support you, like really having that fulfillment with your own bundle of joy all my friends who are moms would tell me the same thing, that they arrived at the decision that they, they wanted to have kids because of personal, their own reasons also. Because I would say that people always ask me, why, what's my reason for not having kids? But moms are never asked the same question, when in fact, it's also a very important question to ask. Diba? We have eight, how many 8 billion people, na tayo, right? So we don't have a shortage of people anymore. So now I feel like being a parent is also something that someone should be ready for and well equipped for. Diba? wag nating pilitan yung mga ayaw or yung or women shouldn't grow up into thinking na, rin na oh it's something that I should do even though I'm not uh that's oh, the only thing for me. No, because there are so many things. But if it's something that you truly want and you know you, you really want to nurture a human being. Like, really, you give that human being all their needs, ba? Not just the material, but also yung emotional needs, nila, diba? It's Then it's something that you should really go for because you should be ready for it also. Yunga, for me, I don't want to risk it for myself because I know that I'm not emotionally present all the time. I've been called pragmatic. I've been called, like, parang, oh, she's so hyper-focused with work. Like, she's... She doesn't have emotions when it comes to work. So I'm like, okay, then what if there's a kid? And then I do pala, pang ang reaction ko if their hurt is like, suck it up, big boy. <laughs> because I, I tend to be like that myself. And if I change my mind at 50, maybe I'll adopt. Maybe I'll have a surrogate. <laughs> it's so cool and but I know. One of my closest friends in Malaysia, she became a mom in 20. 20- 17 right before we were uh, right before we left and she was child free like me we, she didn't want to have kids and she had cancer so what happened was after the chemotherapy her doctor told her now you're never gonna have kids so she's like "Oh, it's okay because i never really wanted to have kids anyway so she got married and then you know, they were living a child-free night getting drunk one night like a bottle of wine and then she gets pregnant we were making jokes that she was going to sue her doctor. And it was a really difficult pregnancy. She had hyperemesis for the first quarter. And I feel like that also traumatized me that she couldn't keep anything down. And at that time, doctors in Malaysia were saying, this is a case for a legal abortion. If you want to stop the pregnancy, it's okay because your life is already in danger. And she was thinking about it. And then her mom stepped in. Her mom was like, I know you can't because you really have to go through with this. It made her feel bad. So, at that moment it was like, Oh, is the baby more important than me? And but later she's sur- of course she's survived. She now has two kids and a baby on the way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I know a then a second. So I to go. so it was still difficult, but so she would still tell me, no, Nabayang, Carol, don't have kids if you don't if you don't want them. Cause it's really hard. And now that she went through with all of these things, she would say, I wouldn't give them up for the world, but they are difficult. Like, raising a child is super difficult. So, she'd be the first person to tell me, oh, Keep your life. So, but at the same time, like, I love her kids so much, and I would tell her, Oh, oh like, give me one na lang, ala no? and then I'll give them back when I'm done playing. <laughs> when I'm tired, man. I have why. But yeah, and one of my biggest like, parang sad points was like leaving KL like right after her daughter was born, cause she's the cutest thing in the world, and yeah, so I guess that's also just a cuento of how people can change, and that doesn't mean that the Korean decision or that the life path that they are choosing is invalid. In 2023, motherhood is an option. It's a choice. It's a noble choice, but it's not a requirement anymore.
0: Well said. Your friend is right. Like if you love your life, just stay childless because things just you let go of so much of yourself. And I know that you said that being a mother is a noble thing, but so is being self-aware, I think like that is also a noble thing. To have the decency to say, I can't handle kids, so I'm not going to have them. I know a lot of mothers who shouldn't be mothers. There are a lot. So many people have succumbed to societies like, you should do this, you should do
1: this. There are so many women who post anonymously online about how they regret becoming a parent because they went into it like with rose-colored glasses. And as with everything in life, we should really make these decisions not just because oh I want a baby because it's cute. I want a mini me, and it's like, but that's a lot of pressure to put on a baby.
0: I am totally with you when it comes to like just removing that stigma.
1: And just because we're choosing very different things doesn't mean that we should hate each other or that we should we should say nasty things to each other. Because it's not a competition. It's not a fight. It's not like one club versus the other. And it doesn't. Even to be like two clubs because we're all women here and there are even there even other people and they're not biologically female and then they can carry children now so at the end of the day i guess it boils down to just having that feeling of when you feel supported just by just by having people ask you the right questions Curiosity is fine, but judgment is that where they lose us. Eh? You know, it doesn't have to be an affront to motherhood. Maybe some people are just enjoying their lives. The same way that I'm so happy for my friends when they say, oh my, my daughter just graduated sixth grade. I'm like, oh my gosh, good for her. And like, congratulations. And congrats to you, mom, because you supported that child all the way to grade six. Right? And yeah, we don't have to always be in the same situation to be understanding or to be happy for the other person. It comes from that place then. You, when you're happy where you are or with your life, it's so easy to be happy for others. Too. No, matter what they're, no, no matter what situation they're in. If they say that they're happy, even though, let's say, if I have kids, maybe I won't be happy. But if they're happy with that decision, then you know what? I fully support you and I'm so happy.
0: Just gotta support each other, right? Yeah.
1: In so many words. Yeah, just everybody's choice. Right? As long as it's not hurting anyone, as long as you're not stepping on anyone's toes. And I feel like me not wanting to have kids is what doesn't really affect anyone aside from me and my husband. Yeah, it's really my decision, my responsibility. And whatever comes down the road, happiness, or I know someone who's regretted it, like not having kids. And I know someone who's so happy. Still, it's about how you live your life. And whatever that decision is, it's something that you live with. I feel like five years from now, I'm still going to be happy. 10, actually, I can push it for 10 years. I'm 33. I think at 43, I'd still be happy doing what I love to do. Life is just different for everyone. And it's so awful for others to assume what makes someone happy, how someone is raising their kid, right? For us, live and let live. Di ba? And if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it out loud. want to judge. You want if you want to judge my life. Di ba? But if you say it out loud, you might get a clap back.
0: Yep. It's 2023. Get ready for a clap back. <laughs> I admire you so much, Carol. Thank you for talking to me about this. I hope that none of my questions were offensive no, and
1: judgment. I feel like yeah, it comes from a place of curiosity. And, I'm also like, I'm so amazed by what you do, Ricky, And to to have three kids, to have this podcast, you are amazing at juggling your time.
0: Again, thank you so much. Where can people catch what you
1: write, of course? I write for a lot of different publications, but I have a column with the Manila Bulletin every Saturday. I contribute to Lifestyle Asia, to Vogue Cosmopolitan, which is the article that you read. And also, I run a blog, which is kind of dormant, so i'm al- al- I'm always on Instagram these days. I'm at oh, nice. almost diplomatic.
0: Thank you again, Carol, for getting on the podcast. Thank you. I hope that wasn't too like babalic Balic or too like. No <laughs> no, it was the perfect conversation. Mother of fact is proudly an anima podcast. Check out other great content by following Anima online at Animapods on Twitter and Instagram. Digging the podcast so far? Leave a rating and don't be shy to record a voice message for me. You might just end up in the next episode. Click the link in the description or hit me up online. It's at Ricky Flo.